0: Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're gonna be talking about seven, seven thyroid superfoods that you should be eating if you want to impact your thyroid in a positive way through the foods that you put inside of your body. Now there's nothing magical about these superfoods in general. So the reason I'm calling them superfoods is simply because they contain more nutrients per unit compared to other foods, and then these are the nutrients that your thyroid needs to function in an optimal way. So that's why you would want to consume these. If you have a thyroid problem and you want to make sure you're putting the nutrients inside your body that your thyroid needs to function, then these would be the foods that you want to look at. Not created or just a list of, of seven of these or so. So let's jump in. Number one um, would be blueberries. So blueberries are incredibly, they're an incredibly rich source of phytonutrients. They contain tons of antioxidants per unit. Um, and they're also really great to use because they are very low carb. So if I'm looking at one cup of blueberries, which we're going to be talking about dosing dosing and how much of these you should be consuming each day, one cup of blueberries contains about 85 calories, 21 grams of carbs, 24% of your daily needs of vitamin C, and 36% of your daily needs of vitamin K. Now, the reason we care about these antioxidants and the fact that these are jam-packed with phytonutrients and anthocyanins is because somebody that has thyroid disease, especially somebody with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, they have a lot of what's called oxidative stress inside of their thyroid gland. And your body, you probably guessed it, your body uses antioxidants, that's in the name, anti meaning against, oxidants meaning oxidative stress. These blueberries contain those very things which clean up um, the oxidative stress that can be caused in certain thyroid conditions, including Hashimoto's thyroiditis. In addition, they are also very low um, in carbohydrate content, which means they're great for patients who are trying to cut down those carbs um, and potentially lose weight. Now, again, I'm not necessarily a fan of super low carb diets for people who have thyroid conditions, but if you are somebody following one of those diets and you want to be conscious of the amount, conscious of, the amount of carbs that you are consuming, blueberries are a great potential source. So they, we also have additional studies that show blueberries can help with things like brain fog, depression, and and even cognitive issues. These are tons of studies showing the fact that you should consume blueberries. So um, blueberries, pretty much regardless of your thyroid status, would be a food group that you wanna consume each and every day. Now, I recommend somewhere between a half a cup to a full cup of blueberries each and every day. You can buy them raw or frozen, or it doesn't really matter. Just try to get them into your diet. I think a really easy way to get a whole um, cup or so is just to throw it into a morning smoothie, blend it all up, and you'll be able to eat it, and boom, you're done there. So that's number one, that's blueberries. Number two would be seaweed. So seaweed's pretty obvious because it's pretty much the single best source of iodine per unit of any other food group out there. Now there is a potential issue with that, and that is that the amount of iodine per unit of seaweed that you consume varies dramatically. And I'm talking really quite large here. So the range is somewhere between 16 micrograms to 1,984 micrograms. Now put into context, The average person, by my recommendations, needs about 150 to 300 micrograms of iodine per day on the low end. There are some people that can consume a lot more, and I'll talk about that in just a second. But you do need to be aware that even though this is a really, really rich source of iodine, and iodine is going to be necessary, which we'll talk about in just a second if you have a thyroid problem, I do prefer that you have some idea as to how much iodine that you are consuming, so you don't accidentally take too much. So just kind of be aware with that, look at, or be aware of that, look at the type of seaweed that you might consume um, and see if you can get some idea as to uh, the consistent levels of iodine found within there. And if you don't think that that's the case, then get iodine from another source. We'll have another source as we talk about these, um, as, uh, as we talk about these superfoods. So don't worry about that. We will have additional sources of iodine, but do be aware of that. So when it comes to seaweed and thyroid patients, they really do need that iodine. Iodine is not something that the human body can produce naturally, which means you must get it either from a food source or a supplement source. And iodine is required for the, by the body to produce thyroid hormone. I have a whole nother video talking about how your body uses iodine to create thyroid hormone. If you haven't already, make sure you check that out. Um, but because the body cannot produce iodine and because it is required to produce thyroid hormone, everybody needs it including thyroid patients including those with hashimoto's thyroiditis now the key here is to try and consume your iodine if you have hashimoto's thyroiditis or want to prevent against iodine induced damage in the thyroid gland to simply take it with selenium okay so again you can get your iodine from foods or from supplements if you're worried about the dose that you're getting in your foods then supplements become a really good um, method because you really can control and fine-tune exactly how much iodine that you are getting um And lastly as i kind of mentioned previously it is safe to use in thyroid conditions just remember that it should be used with selenium if you're using it in the supplement form and we'll be talking about how to get selenium from food sources here in just a minute next up we have maca root so number one was blueberries number two was seaweed and number three is maca root now maca root um or maca in general but i think this is probably one of the least underutilized Uh, food groups that thyroid patients can benefit from. And the reason is simple. It has a really positive impact or a really big positive impact on sex hormones, including estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Now, what is maca root? Well, maca root is actually considered a cruciferous vegetable. It's found within that plant family and it's from Peru. Um, So it comes from that area. Um, And most people get it by taking uh, this plant, they mash it up and they desiccate it up into a, a fine powder and then that's what you buy. So you're buying and consuming the fine powder. That's generally how I recommend using it. I'll talk about doses here in just a second. Now, maca root is considered to be an adaptogen, and an adaptogen just means that it is helping your body to adapt to stress. And there aren't very many adaptogens out there. So you'll, you'll probably recognize adaptogens or other adaptogens that are um, that fall into this family, including things like rhodiola, ashwagandha, um, holy basil, ginseng, etc. So maca root is one of these. So it can actually help your adrenals, which is really important if you have a thyroid condition, um, because a lot of these patients who have thyroid problems also have have problems with cortisol they also have adrenal problems so if you can take a food which is naturally helping your body to adapt to that stress and balancing your cortisol in the process that is a really good thing now that doesn't stop there in terms of its benefits though it also has a positive benefit on female sex hormones as well as men by the way Uh, maca root is something that I take um, every single day in fact I use almost every single thing on this list with the exception of a couple of them which I'll talk about in just a second so if you have any problems with libido or building muscle mass as a woman um, or depression, which you believe is related to your sex hormones, or you just want to have a food group which helps balance your sex hormones, maca root is the thing to add. Now, because it is really an entire plant, it has a ton of nutrients jam packed into it. So two tablespoons of maca root powder will yield something like this. 20, or it will yield about 91 calories per serving, 20 grams of carbs, four grams of protein, one gram of fat, two grams of dietary fiber, 133% of your daily needs of vitamin C, 84% of your daily needs of of copper, 23% of your daily needs of iron, 16% of potassium, 16% of B6, 11% of manganese, 8% of niacin, 7% of calcium, and 6% of riboflavin. So you get a ton of nutrients in two tablespoons, which is why I really do recommend that you consider using this. Now, how do you use it? I recommend taking the powder, you can buy organic powders, it comes shipped to you, and all you need to do is again, throw it inside one to two tablespoons, which is the dose that I'm usually recommending, into a morning morning smoothie. So you can put it in with protein powder, that way you're getting extra protein, you're getting the maca root, throw in your blueberries, you're getting the antioxidant support, boom, you have a really nutritious smoothie which is providing a lot of these benefits. So don't sleep on maca root, it is really good, it's something that I use every single day. That was number three. Number four, we have Brazil nuts. So we'll talk about uh, some of these things which may be controversial and Brazil nut is potentially one of those. So Brazil nuts, if you were trying to get um, a food source of selenium, Brazil nut is the single easiest way to do that. So it contains a huge amount of selenium per serving. And I'll talk about why selenium is important for your thyroid in just a second. So one Brazil nut will yield somewhere between 68 to 91 micrograms of selenium, but that concentration does vary quite a bit in between the single nuts and where they're sourced and, and so on. So you do have to be careful. In fact, I think that range is probably um, a little bit larger, but what you'll hear from a lot of people is that one Brazilian Brazil nut equals 91 micrograms of selenium. And that may or may not be true, right? That's sort of just the average. You might have one nut that has 15 or 20 micrograms and another one that has 150 or so on. And because selenium is one of those nutrients uh, that you do wanna fine tune your dose, much like iodine, remember we talked about that, You do want to be careful um, how much or how many brazil nuts you are consuming each and every day if you do want to consume brazil nuts to get your source of selenium instead of using something like a supplement then probably just one is um is what you want to focus on because you you don't want to accidentally take too much because the symptoms of selenium toxicity can mimic those of having a low thyroid and can actually cause problems like hair loss and um, brain issues and so on so you do want to be careful not to consume too much selenium in the form of brazil nuts because you can do that accidentally quite easily right if you just pop a couple in your mouth and you know, if it's, especially if it's in a if it's in a uh, tub that has a, a number of different nuts in it, you might not even realize what you're eating when you consume it. So do be aware of that. Now, why do we care about selenium if you have a thyroid problem? Well, first of all, studies show that consuming selenium, especially if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, can help reduce thyroid antibodies, especially TPO antibodies. This is important, obviously, because those antibodies cause the destruction of your thyroid gland if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So if you can consume selenium in a natural way you may be able to prevent that oxidative stress uh, inside of the thyroid gland reduce the damage to your thyroid and potentially um, at least reverse or slow down that damage that's occurring in Hashimoto's thyroiditis number two selenium also has a positive impact on something called t4 to t3 conversion so in a nutshell what's happening uh taking selenium actually improves the amount of t3 that's in your body and t3 is the most powerful thyroid hormone therefore it's helping your thyroid function in that way now as i mentioned The last thing you do wanna be careful of is the fact that consuming too much selenium in Brazil nuts can be quite easy, so you do wanna be careful of that. that. Watch for toxicity. Try to get somewhere between one to 200 micrograms per day total in between your food sources as well as your supplement sources so i i put selenium in a lot of supplements because uh or the supplements that i have because it's so important for thyroid patients but do be aware of that if you're consuming uh, selenium in your food sources as well so you're going to have to count how much you're getting from supplements and estimate how much you're trying to or how much you think you're getting from food sources if you're consuming brazil nuts number five is coconut oil so coconut oil the reason i've included this here is because it is really a it's a fat but it's a pure source of energy that can be used immediately by the body which is unusual for many sources of of nutrients and Uh, potential food sources that you consume so a lot of these things a lot of food sources have to be processed by the body they have to be broken down you can imagine if you're consuming let's say sugar uh, found inside fruits it has to be broken down in order for the body to process it but that's not the same with coconut oil coconut oil is consumed and there's fragments called medium chain triglycerides which can be consumed immediately by the body and burned as a pure energy source. So a lot of people, as a result of that, a lot of people who have issues in burning um, uh, or the producing of energy and ATP in in some of their cells may see benefit in consuming coconut oil because it just goes right in and the body and the cells are able to process it and produce energy immediately. That's why coconut oil is often used to treat uh, brain related issues, including things like dementia and cognitive issues. And it also has some benefit in depression and so on. In addition, it's a great oil to cook with and to bake with so you can use it in place of things like olive oil um, you can substitute it out if you're baking with other things as well uh, do keep that in mind that um, you know your recipe might not turn out exactly the same way if you do switch out or sub uh, you know butter let's say for coconut oil or something like that so do the, keep that in mind but coconut oil is a great fat it's a very healthy fat to use has a lot of additional benefits um, and actually some we have some sh- some studies showing that using coconut oil can help improve metabolism by virtue of that uh, uh, energy pathway that I mentioned previously. So do keep that in mind if you're trying to lose weight, coconut oil may be something that you wanna consider using. Now, how much should you use each day? I'm recommending about one to two tablespoons per day. Do not go overboard. It is a huge source of calories. Um, so consuming fat in any form, if you consume too much, may lead to weight gain accidentally. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing. So keep that in mind as you're using coconut oil. In fact, when I first read about coconut oil, I would just dump it into my smoothies, probably you know five to six tablespoons per day. And I did start to see my weight creep up a little bit because I was just using a ton of extra fat and those calories were being used and stored by the body so do use some of it but don't go overboard on it Um, and if you're going to use it use it in place of the uh, um, dangerous potentially inflammatory fats including vegetable oils it's a great replacement for all of those type of oils number six is garlic Garlic is incredibly healthy. It has um, probably one of the best uh, nutrient profiles available for foods, just given the size of it. Uh, there's tons of studies showing the benefits of, of garlic. In fact, we have a, a lot of people who will go on record to say that garlic is maybe one of the most, most nutritious foods that you should be eating on a daily basis. It has tons of benefits, especially, well, it has a lot of benefits, but we're gonna be focusing on the benefits as it relates to immune uh, function and improving immune system. So we do have some studies which show that it can balance immune the immune system. And also people who consume a lot of garlic tend to get sick less frequently. Now we care about that if, if you have a thyroid condition because a lot of thyroid conditions, about 70 to 90% come from the autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So if you can take a food which balances your immune system, it may be able to prevent that destruction from occurring on the thyroid gland and so on. In addition, garlic tastes amazing. Um, it can be used to, uh, in lots of different dishes. If you don't like to cook with it, you can use it as a powder, you can sprinkle it in things. Although I do recommend getting it from the cloves, try not to, the powder may have less nutrients. So keep that in mind when you use it. If you do not like the taste of garlic at all, what you can do is you can take garlic capsules. So you can use somewhere between 500 and 1500 milligrams of garlic capsules each and every day. That way you get some of the benefits without having to deal with the taste and so on. So yes, it does have a, it has a distinct flavor, which is pretty powerful. Um, And you'll know, obviously, if something is cooked with a lot of garlic, but it is very, very healthy to use. um, And it can boost your immune system, which can help those with Hashimoto's. So if you can definitely cook with it, definitely use it. Number seven would be mussels. So you can opt uh, opt out and use a different type of shellfish if, if you want. So a lot of this information will apply to other ones, but I've mentioned mussels here specifically because they're a great source of protein jam-packed with a ton of thyroid-specific nutrients. So about 150 grams of mussels contain 18 grams of protein for 129 calories and almost one gram of omega-3 fatty acids. So you're getting the benefit of the proteins, you're getting a high dose of omega-3 fatty acids, and you're getting a whole host of ingredients which are thyroid uh, which benefit your thyroid and their thyroid specific nutrients so those nutrients contain or include potassium selenium magnesium iodine and zinc Now, if you've been following my channel for a while, you know that thyroid patients suffer from a lot of nutrient deficiencies, specifically many of those found in here, including zinc, selenium, iodine, which we talked about. Um, uh, Yeah, those are the main three. So those are the main three, zinc, selenium, and iodine. Many thyroid patients have a deficiency in one or more of these. So by consuming muscles, you can get a huge amount of protein, which will have uh, a positive effect on your appetite, especially if you're trying to lose weight. It will also provide you with those nutrients from in a natural source or a natural food source and it will be able to help fill you up um, by providing those, those proteins, um, as well as providing additional amino, uh, additional omega-3 fatty acids, which can help reduce inflammation, which can help thyroid function in the peripheral tissues. So you do wanna consider um, using muscles, but do keep in mind that this is another potential source of iodine. And as I mentioned previously, when we were talking about seaweed, you have to be careful not consume that you do not consume too much iodine, so keep that in mind. Um, if you're going to be using mussels and seaweed, you probably want to you know, balance those out a little bit. So I would recommend somewhere between one to three times per week of using shellfish, in this case, mussels, and do keep an eye on other sources of iodine if you choose to do so so that you're not accidentally taking too much. So those are the seven. I'll go over those one more time. We have blueberries, we have seaweed, we have maca root, we have Brazil nuts, we have coconut oil, we have garlic, and we have mussels. So And again, other shellfish can be used inside here. All of these uh, food groups contain thyroid-specific ingredients and nutrients which can help to balance and improve thyroid function but they should not be thought of as a magical cure that's going to fix your thyroid condition by itself. However, they do provide a significant amount of those nutrients, which may mean that you don't need to take as many supplements to get all those nutrients. So keep that in mind. Um, If you have any questions about this list or why I included any of these, let me know in the comments below. Um, And if you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information jam-packed with information all designed to help thyroid patients like you feel better. So that's all I have for for you guys today. And otherwise, I'll see you in the next one.